0: Hello, Internet, and welcome to Inspecting the Unexpected. I'm Melinda. And I'm Liz. This is episode 8 of where we discuss a note from phenomenon and where goings-ons. If you want to know how this works, one of us tells the other how something about something they find interesting that at the end we debate and come to the conclusion if it is a sham mayhap or substantial and if you're a weak-minded person that means fake maybe real definitely real how are you doing liz i'm doing great
1: it's That's nice good. and cool it's raining out right now i feel just kind of a drizzle so
0: oh before i go on anything you know how we were talking about um giants earlier Mm-hmm. i've been listening to this really good norse podcast it's the nordic mythology podcast. And I've, okay. been, I've been listening to it, and there's um, more evidence of giants. Oh, yeah. So, like before, like in the Norse mythology and paganism, they talk about giants. They talk about the frost giants, which is actually what Loki technically is. In um, right, because the Loki's adopted and everything. And I just thought it was interesting because it goes all the way back to the ninth century. Wow. Yeah so that's cool yeah so i see I, any of that <laughs> it's because people don't usually push away mythology <laughs> they don't see it but i am a firm believer that to me like the bibles like when you read is like reading norse or um greek mythology stuff it probably could have happened but hmm. Uh, they're telling it in their own ways especially if it's their own beliefs yeah it's somewhat subjective yeah because uh what's it norse paganism has been around much longer than christianity Uh, right yeah europe it's only been in europe for 1500 years which is insane for like generations they only they believed in multiple gods (laughs) (laughs) right so, yeah. Anyway, I thought it was interesting that there's more evidence of giants. There's probably more out there if I do more research. But, yeah, I just wanted to add that. <laughs> cool, yeah. yeah. Maybe we should do a part two. Yeah, we should. Okay. So, Liz, when you were a kid, did you ever get told to look out for fairy circles? Uh, My best friend's family did a lot of that, but mine personally didn't. Okay. My mom would do it all the time. When we were walking in the forest, even walking into a random garden, she would tell me to go look out for a fairy circle. And like in our our yard, we had like a little tree that like went over kind of like a willow, but it wasn't a willow. And my mom was like, that's your, that's your fairy circle. Remember, don't go into the fairy circle, but look out for fairies because I think my mom just really enjoyed having a little girl <laughs> you know, she'd be excited about those fun things but like even like as a kid I knew it wasn't real like I was like fairies don't exist I actually didn't even believe in the tooth fairy I knew it was fake but I pretended it was real so I could get my think the tooth fairy the tooth fairy was probably the only
1: you know popular thing that I believed in for all of like a day before some mean kid from primary ruined it for me. I'm sorry, right? like Santa or Easter Bunny? Nah, <laughs> you didn't believe in Easter Bunny? No, or Santa? Truth's fair it was the only one. nope dang you're a very likely. I can't celebrate Christmas. Uh, oh, that's sad. So that was part of it. Is it, it was never. That's really depressing. Uh, it's not that bad.
0: <laughs> no. Christmas is my everything, but okay, uh, okay. <laughs> it is a fun holiday. It is. Um. But as the years go on, I realize more and more that the possibility of fairies could be more real than impossible. Okay. So today, if you haven't really figured it out, we're talking about the fae. (laughs) So the fae have been a mystery for a long time. The earliest mentions of fairies are in the writings of Gervis of Tilbury. And a 12th century English scholar and canon lawyer. While he traveled to various places, he's jotted down hundreds of stories that explained phenomena of the natural world. They all varied from enchanted places with animals that had human like characteristics and spirits of both good and evil, or in other words, the Fae. People would avoid paths, homes, and even digging in fairy hills for the fear of being cursed. Although the fey isn't characterized into just fairies, what is imagined as creatures look a lot like humans, but with wings. The mention of different fae creatures can be pushed all the way back to 700 BC, where the Greeks first started talking about their mythology. Their being of satyrs, uh, trolls, gnomes, dryads, elves nymphs and more another thing the norse also mentioned elves which i thought was interesting mm. there have even been more creatures that are associated with fey all over the world from ireland with leprechauns to senegal with yumbos to china with mongwai stories of fey and mythical creatures have been scattered all over the world for generations the belief of fairies had a big impact on lots of different people. In Ireland, it was such a powerful belief. A man in the 1900s killed his wife because he thought she was stolen and replaced by a fairy. Yeah. Cool. Just say <laughs> you don't love her anymore, dude. <laughs> <laughs> or he did death, or he was so infatuated by the story of fairies that he did kill his wife. <laughs> that would have been so depressing. Oh my gosh. The Irish people would be very cautious with fae. They leave out cream or milk on their front steps on certain nights of the year to appease the fairies. And farmers left harvested crops for fairies in hopes that their fields would be left in peace for the next harvest. Some of these traditions still live to this day. Some people see the fae as natural spirits. The French folklorist... Claude Le Corteur theorizes that fairies are guardians of natural places like rivers, trees, mountains, hills, and more. And if you think of it, uh, the dryads and nymphs from Greek mythology were also seen as guardians of those kind of things. And because of the places they were li- they are living, sometimes they manifest as pixies, dragons, mermaids, gnomes, and more to into- interact with us. So they're more of just spirits or magical beings that turn into different creatures to interact, So that we can fathom them. That, and those can be either positive or negative. My favorite quote from the article I was reading stated, If you believe anything in nature has a consciousness, then this theory aligns quite well, which makes sense. Uh, even though... Yeah. When I was younger, it was always that uh, every living creature and like plant has feelings. Uh, Mythbusters actually proved that plants feel things. And so, like, because they were like, okay, what if we hit the plant? Will it feel kind of like what you think of pain? And it kind of did. So if those have, if anything in nature has consciousness, then possibly there would be fey out there that has consciousness too something i found funny is the theory that the fae are souls of lost pagans who died before the world word of christ could reach them and if you look at history almost all of europe before 1500 years ago would be fae right now <laughs> literally majority of all of europe would just be fae <laughs> and i find that funny um, Okay practically the entire world would actually be fame right now except for like east asia where um christianity originated i I just found it really funny that that was that was a thing (laughs) uh but did you ever hear of the human like skeleton that was discovered in chile that was six inches oh i i i I did see that
1: pop up somewhere i'm not very familiar with it though
0: yeah, so it was a really cool discovery. It was a really small. It's creepy looking to look it up at three a.m. And I was looking it up at three a.m. as I was writing this because I thought we actually were going to be recording that next day. And I was like, "Oh crap, I don't have anything." I think she's lo- Liz is looking it up now.
1: I am sorry. I'm barely totally yeah. cheating. No, it's okay. Um, I just wanted to make
0: sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's really in. It's really cool, but it's really creepy. <laughs> It is. Yeah. You know what it looks like? It almost looks like
1: Like a fetus. Well yeah, I don't know. The head is so weirdly stretched out, it, it almost does. looks like it was a baby being birthed that wasn't done right, that sort of thing. Yeah. That's really crazy.
0: Uh yeah. But like for like that's that's a possibility, but first thought was that the possibility of aliens, which is what actually I thought of, <laughs> that it was a species of aliens that just right. died. And then some said it was a hoax because uh, that it wasn't a real thing. Scientists eventually stated that the DNA seemed that it was the tiny skeleton of a human child. It wasn't. Oh, it wasn't a fetus. With, with genetic t- disorders and disformities, Although no one has ever thought... Okay. Yeah, no one has ever thought that it could be fey. It's like, but, the skeleton is too small to be human, especially a human child, not even a baby. Like, there's a lot of uh, disorders out there. And me personally, I right. feel like that child wouldn't have lived past, like, a day <laughs> if it was that right. small.
1: And so... But the article I just pulled up mentioned that the age of the bones are consistent with a child aged six to eight years. Yeah. No way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so no. not in those days, at least. <laughs> Maybe I'm just stupid for saying no scientists, you're wrong. But I think that the scientists aren't, at least the scientists that don't want to be laughed at. Mart's <laughs> looking at that. It could possibly be fake fe- It could be a physical proof of fay existence to some think. The skeleton is too small to be human, especially a human child and not even a baby. So it feels like it's a pretty, like it could have been like a fairy or not even fairy like a, you know, like there's creatures like the leprechaun or it has a weird head shape. So it could have been a kind of fae, but we don't know what kind of fae. And it's interesting if they do have like DNA that has to do with excuse me, being a human. Another thought of physical evidence is the intergold boat. This integrated golden boat was found in Ireland in the 1800s. It was seven by four inches and had miniature oars and more. The theory from the article states that the scholars theorize it could be an offering to the Celtic gods, which is a popular thing at the time, although it still could have been Possibility of being for the Fey with small ro- a small rowboat for them, and I have a picture. But do you have Discord open at all? It's usually available. Yeah. Okay, it's not. Oh well. It, it's really small, but I actually really doubt that it was a uh, for fairy. Maybe just to appease them more. I, I don't know. I just think it's a little bit of a reach. Same with like, both of the evidence is a little bit of a reach for me. But Hmm. I still find them fairly interesting. It is said that most people cannot see fairies, which would make plenty of sense, especially when I've been talking about parallel realms on top of ours. It is called the Realm of the Fae. Legends say that the Fae fled there to hide from us, for we invaded their lands, making them flee to caves, burrows, forests, and eventually the spirit world. Which makes me wonder if at one time in history, but it makes me wonder if at one point of time we were at one with the fae realm and we saw everything they did. If you look back onto um, mythology, like Greek mythology, it seemed like we were pretty at one with a lot of the fae in a sense, meaning that they were there a lot. And it could be interesting where if we were in a time where we could see magical energy from it, but from our human selfishness, we have destroyed what has been good. The fate prioritizes nature, and of course, as we are human, we naturally destroy it. Most of the time without even realizing it. Yeah. Yeah. A book I read a long time ago, but need to read again, and I'm definitely going to make a, an episode about it if I read it again, was Encounters with Pan and the Elemental Kingdom by Olga V. Cronby. He was a Scottish professor and scientist until his health declined, to which he became it became difficult to him. While taking a walk in the park in London, he did what he always did, which was say hi to the trees. With all his life, he'd loved trees and even lived in a cabin in the woods for a year when he was younger. As he settled underneath a tree, enjoying the nature, he saw something that changed his life forever. He saw a little satyr playing a pan flute while circling the trees. The satyr noticed the crumbie was staring at him. Have you ever seen Rise of the Guardians? Oh, it's been a while, but yeah. You know how Jack Frost is so used to no one seeing him? Yeah, but he notices if someone's staring right at him. Imagine, that's what I imagined. the Seder is. Remember, like, wait, you can see me? See, like uh, the Seder stopped what he was doing and asked, you can see me? As I just said. And then started AlgaVee's amazing story of being able to see the fae or how he states that they are actually called the elementals this is actually the story where i started to change my view on the world and i actually got my own you know my theory about god and then the different gods this is how i started to get my theories about it Mm -hmm. Um, in the book he started he talks about meeting i know this is gonna sound crazy the god pan Mm -hmm. which pan had stated he was given that name and title by the greeks in greek mythology it is stated that the god pan is the god of the wild shepherds and flocks that includes the thing the greeks also described the god pan as a faunus a human being half human half goat to which crombie states he looks like being nine feet tall goat legs and horns which sounds like satan <laughs> 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 Pan actually mentions in the recording, uh, it was very interesting. Um, he, Pan would start fo- like was following him around because he realized like, oh, this person can see us, and he kind of wanted to see if he was scared of him because most people who see him are scared of him. And kind of see if he was worthy in a sense. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't worthy, then he would be super scared. And he even states that the Christians associated him with Satan. He also told explains that all positives have a ne- negative so there's an anti-pan so there's a hmm. technical god out there who is like satan in a sense who has who looks a lot like him but who is well evil <laughs> You're right anyways crumpy became close to the elementals and saw them frankly he also claims that he saw the fey world which was really cool when he explained it because it was there's so many colors and there's so much vibrancy and the the fae were a mixture of a bunch of like different things you hear throughout history of there being cliche fairies to gnomes to all sort of things and i found it fairly interesting but there is a man out there who seems like he, would ver- he had a very logical background where he, I guess he has stated even in it that he was always interested in Greek mythology, but all of his life he had been a professor and a scientist. And then he s- saw Satyr one day and his whole life changed. Uh, yeah. And I found it very interesting because... I think people don't realize how much the fate could do well, could be doing for us. Because I'm going to be honest, I do believe in the fate. <laughs> Not okay, yeah, it, it's weird. Because I, I I've said so many times, multiple realms, and that's this is actually the story where I started to get that um, idea mm-hmm. that there are realms on top of ours, and even God of Pan said that. He sometimes gets so angry at humans that he wish. at him. He says that with a flick of his finger, he could kill all of us in one swoop and the earth would be better off without us. I can't remember what the reason why he's keeping um, people here, but he it was very interesting because the people it's supposedly the elementals or fae keep the forests and nature going, they're the ones that protect mm-hmm. it. And when there's like a natural fire or a natural flood, it's actually the supposedly the elemental is mad at us for what we're doing to nature Hmm. it's a forest fire that they're mad what you're doing to the land maybe you're putting a bunch of pesticide and poisons into the food and into the like even like i guess spraying weeds you're putting that into the um the earth but an interesting thing i i I didn't do a lot of research i did fall asleep but there's this one interesting thing let me go find it but while well, I'm finding it, what do you think of all of this, Liz? Well, there's a lot of layers that
1: are really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, he sounds very... I don't want to say convinced because that makes him sound a little bit crazy, but mm-hmm. he, he sounds very emphatic about, you know, these elementals and Pan, which I think is really cool. When you have a really emphatic testimony like that, it makes you, it makes you think.
0: Yeah. You know, it, it's hard to just blow that off. Especially when he used to be a really, like professor and scientist
1: right right when you're that logical and the and you know it you you don't just go crazy yeah you know unless that happens (laughs) to some people but yeah um i i definitely can get behind you know guardians of nature where they have their roles they have their their protection protection and Mm -hmm. um i think that that definitely holds water yeah and there being a uh a good pan and an anti-ban. Yeah, nature always has uh, uh, opposing
0: forces. Yeah, but it's very interesting. I can't find what it's named, but there's a supposedly a town in Europe. My mom is like saying, has said to me that she wants to go move there. <laughs> Where, um, In this town, they supposedly use the help of elementals to actually... Keep all their gardening and nature alive, so mm-hmm. they use the, it's supposedly they use the clouds and they'd bring them down to water their plants and it's mm-hmm. it's a very interesting concept there's more to it, but I haven't read as much, but it's an interesting the fair are a very interesting concept to me, and I've always been intrigued by them, especially throughout history, and as you know, I'm a history nerd right throughout history. They have been pretty prevalent in many different cultures. As I said, from Senegal to China, it's, there's mentions of fairies. There weren't, they didn't call them exactly that. It was different things. But mention of fairy-like creatures from all, all the fae different c- types, as I told you, going from Africa to Asia to even Australia. It, all over the world, it's like with Bigfoot. Like there's talks mm-hmm. of a wild man... That is tall with that's pretty much just like a Sasquatch all over the world. So it makes you wonder if they're actually they real because at, during those times people didn't have as much communication with each other. Like uh, again with like the giant mentioning giants, and then in the Bible mentions giants, and then mm-hmm. and and the the Nordics yeah. mentioning giants and every yeah everywhere giants in it yeah. So it just. For when it comes to fae and these things, it's when it's all over the world. It makes me question if they were real at one point, and it could have been. I know that you're a Christian, but I'm just gonna mention it that the Nor um Roman Catholics, when they decided to pretty much indoctrinate all of Europe, when they did that. They wiped out a lot of paganism. That's why people mm-hmm. don't know that Europe didn't used to be solely pagan. They did not believe in just one God, like at all throughout the whole history. So it, it makes me wonder that it kind of got wiped from our memories, in a sense, if wiped from our history, because right some people came and wiped it away because they felt like it didn't go along with their agendas, Catholic, mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, but the Catholic Church kind of did that. The paganism didn't go along with it. They have a pretty bad history of that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, not Catholic,
1: yeah. so I, get, I, can, I can judge
0: them. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, they wrote a story about Thor, like, the, some Catholics, about how he lost in a journey or something. And they write lots of stories about the um, Norse gods failing to prove then, that oh jesus is amazing because he didn't fail while these so-called uh, gods failed it's what if they did that with history what if they then started writing oh the fae aren't real because this happened and it doesn't make any logical sense to the n- and if they world. were real then they um petered out
1: because only jesus could exist
0: yeah that sort uh, of thing. yeah or mm-hmm. and anything along the lines it what if we used to live in a world where we actually lived at harmony with the Fae? And that would be neat. Yeah. I, nature, you know,
1: same as you, nature has a very close part in, yeah. in my life. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think you can go wrong trying to live at one with it.
0: Yeah. So it just makes me wonder when it comes to the say that they're real. And if they are, it's been proven that as humans, there are good and bad ones. There's mm-hmm. ones that are gonna help you, and then there's ones that are gonna curse you. Like there's a story from a podcast. I think it was paranormal mysteries where a person said that uh, it was like a gnome ki- tree- creature that was terrorizing their family and would uh was eating their koi fish, and was just killed their cat and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And so, and it was just making them lose sleep. And so there's that example, but then there's examples of fairies helping people when they need them. And then to me, I personally think that we need to respect the fae if they are out there because what they're most likely is are doing is protecting nature, which is something that we are failing as a society yeah. for doing. Um, I do love nature, even though it scares me because of cryptids. <laughs> uh yeah uh, this is another reason <laughs> another reason why i believe in fay and stuff the the realms I, I i strongly believe the reason why we don't see cryptids all the time is because maybe they have they're a part of that fey realm or maybe they yeah. uh what's it called they have their own realm they go to uh, even in the scriptures they actually talk about a core earth so With that being stated, what if that's where all the cryptids go to? I could go on and on about cryptids. And I even, I hate them. It it just, when it comes to Fae, I am very substantial on it. There was a natural fire that happened in the place that I lived in my adolescence. You've been there. There's fires that happen there all the time. And when you look at the history of that valley, we've talked about it a few times on here, where... There was a war against the Indians and pioneers, and it became a giant massacre. Uh, Did you hear they, they erected a new statue in honor of the chief? Oh, that's nice.
1: It's at the next to the coffee depot.
0: Oh, that's so cool. So it's cool. You should come see it. I should. I haven't been down there for forever. And then the farming down there. Sometimes people do bad things to the early, like Earth, even if they're thinking it's gonna help their crops or their cows. And then also that hide the hideaway little place. It it, mm-hmm. it I feel like the natural. There's so many natural fires that happen there that there it's bound to be because the fair fed up. Especially it. when you go up to the
1: lakes that are further up north and the history with those. I don't blame them at all for being furious. It's yeah, bad. yeah. Uh, like, um, and we're we're not like total tree huggers that are, you know. <laughs> yeah, but throughout history, there's been some serious mistreatments of the land here.
0: Yeah, and, and what's it I I remember I learned about the elementals when I was 16-ish, fifteen, and honestly. So I've felt, the, I've felt the spirit before. If people don't know what the spirit means, it's uh, more of an L, I guess it's an LDS term, but I don't know about other religions where it's when you feel uplifted and you feel like kind of people say you're feeling the Holy Spirit, you're feeling God, what have you. For me, when I, I would go out in my nature because I lived on a mountain, I would talk supposedly to them. I would feel something. I felt uplifted. And I also, when I, uh, during a, there was a giant fire near my house and we were very scared we'd have to evacuate. I remember I wrote a list for my mom and put it on my bedside table that if uh, the fire got to us, we had to evacuate, grab these things because I was at school. Mm-hmm. I remember I, I walked around and I, was, I just kept saying, "I'm we're sorry for how your land has been mistreated please save this house we do not mean no harm and i just went around the whole house and our house wasn't harmed it also was probably helped from the firefighters of course but i i strongly believe that they exist but it's a substantial because i felt something it's like that's why i can't be totally like did not i can't be atheist either because i've felt right. god but then I, I i I've had not with the
1: fire in particular, I remember that fire though mm-hmm. um it hit another area, and I was helping evacuate horses off a couple of ranches and yeah that was that was a bad fire, so you guys got really lucky yeah but that that feeling of just trying to communicate with nature and you know just saying you're sorry and please you know <laughs> yeah, don't kill us I've had very similar experiences like that too and just like you said that's why i i can't be atheist either i'm not a church i don't go to church me neither. <laughs> but i can't i can't deny god whatever yeah. form he takes yeah and that's you know while i do believe in one god i do believe in different wells of god or yeah. different kind of forms he takes without compromising what i believe he is yeah so say guardians of nature and
0: spirits yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, for me, it's similar. Like I, that's why I think that the, the world is so complicated that we can't understand it. Why well, I say like God is so complicated that we cannot understand Him, mm-hmm. like at all. And so to me, the that's why also I think that Pan probably exists. I don't know if he's God because I believe it's kind of like the think of seeing that God is um, the universe kind of thing. To me, we cannot mm-hmm. comprehend God. I call him Him. I call him sometimes Heavenly Father because that's how I was raised to speak of him. Yeah,
1: but it's a comfortable term.
0: Yeah, but I don't even think like he's male or female. I think he's a being of anyone thinking that, I mean, non-binary, I do not. I think it's so complicated that we cannot understand it, and we're not meant to. I don't think that we're meant to. I think we're meant to just live a good life, be kind to nature, And the gods supposedly that are here, because I think that the Greek gods somewhat existed, but might it have just been people, or they could have been what I say like the god Pan is, where he is a real being, but he's not, we call him God because it's the only way we can function of what he, how and what he is. Hmm. How can we explain, that's the only way we can explain those kind of beings is, oh, well, you're like a god because you're supposedly immortal and you can do amazing spectacular things, cause that's what people see a god as. But mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> I, I just I am a very strong substantial person. I feel like this part this podcast is gonna show everybody who is my family member that I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well if you're crazy, I'm crazy. How about that? Oh no, I'm glad I I'll back you up. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> uh so what do you think? this is well oh it's a good one <laughs> I want to say substantial yeah there's that's... some things that I'm like well I feel like that's up for translation yeah um so I, I let's say I'm a halfway between mayhap half and substantial all right mostly substantial
0: <laughs> I mean it's a safe <laughs> way to go because then if you're wrong you're I like, know See, I wasn't a total idiot <laughs> <laughs> well it, it's mostly it's
1: about what I don't know and I just don't want to assume. And like you said, maybe we're just not meant to know everything. And yeah. that's 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 where I take a lot of my peace in not knowing yeah. the answers is we'll find out after it, we're dead. That's it's really, it, that's really <laughs> hard.
0: gods are there to greet us are the gods that matter. <laughs> so even though I say that, it's really hard for me because I have this uh, like, uh, just feeling where I have to know the truth and I have to know what is going on. And that's literally why I can't be a part of any religion because I'm like, well, what if that's not true?
1: <laughs> right, You're never really satisfied with their answer because you're like, yeah. how can only you have the answer? And yeah. Yeah. That's strange. where I'm like, you know what? I just am tired.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I'll find out. <laughs> with everyone out there, Um, even if you don't believe in the faith, still be respectful for nature. and mm-hmm. And if you do believe in the faith, definitely be respectful to them. Don't bug them don't don't set fire to any mushroom rings yeah don't i'm trying to explain this like don't harass them don't try to get a rise out of them if you see one or you feel like there's one there because it is proven that they can be dangerous um with lots of different texts and even if with the elemental things how supposedly they cause forest fires because they're mad at us don't do that (laughs) leave (laughs) them alone they're doing their job your job is to stay out of their way and help the Earth however you can. And if you become friends with them, that's great. Just be respectful of them and give them space if they need space. Because it's like a human. If they have boundaries, give them boundaries. Especially if it's like a, a being that has possible magical powers. You don't want to upset someone with possible magical powers. <laughs> are you
1: <laughs> The literal magic bear's tail. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever head. I think he's just poked the bear. I don't think he poked a yeah, particular I don't either,
0: know. I think I'm thinking of poking a hornet's nest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would be like that. But uh, what do you guys think? Do you think they're real? Do you think that they're impossible? Are you like an in-between kind of with Liz where you think that they possibly could be real, but... Kind of da- like have a little bit of doubt just for your own logic's sake. I don't think of myself as a skeptical person. <laughs> <laughs> and it you to have to match with your logic sometimes. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> uh, if you guys don't already know, we're trying to uh, we're trying to get back on the normal schedule of every Sunday, but where it's probably going to be every other Sunday, and every once in a while, like every every other Sunday, like every three Sundays, we're gonna try our best, but. Both of our lives are kind of crazy right now mm-hmm. and life is stressful. <laughs> we're adulting I and we're not, not liking it. it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Three stars.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Meh>. <laughs> myth. It, it's okay. Like I get benefits, but is it worth it? As the Buddhists say, life is suffering. If you're actually content with life, then you're doing, you're doing good. If you're not suffering, then you're succeeding at life, <laughs> yeah. but anyway. Hope you all have a great week, great days, and stay substantial. Substance. We didn't write this. Time. <laughs>